Hi, welcome to For the Culture Canada. I'm your host, Deepak, and today I have a guest that uh, has been following the show for quite a bit of time now. She's been playing music for a few years now, but she's been just putting out music um, on all the streaming platforms since about 2019. I'm, of course, talking about Zoe Marie Welsh. Uh, thank you so much for being a part of the show. We haven't really spoken that much in real life before, uh, even though we've been following each other for quite a bit of time now. So how you doing? Thanks for having me. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I know I just asked that before we started recording and all that, but it's just, just thinking the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> all good. It's whatever. It's just kind of formalities. You know how it is. Mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah. What you, have you been up to uh, given the crazy turmoil that's been going on? Um. Honestly, I would like to say that I've been like working and kind of using this time to my advantage, but I haven't really like... The first few weeks were kind of weird. Like, I just kind of took a step back and, like, chilled. Um, But this week I've been kind of more, like, writing and doing what I normally do from home because I work from home normally. So. um, Oh, dope. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, just kind of making music and then um, cooking, watching Netflix. I feel like I'm doing what everyone else is doing. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, listen, I've been doing the same thing. Uh, What have you been watching on Netflix, by the way? Well, I just finished Suits with my mom. Suits, okay. Yeah, yeah, we were obsessed with that. And I'm trying to find a new show now because, like, we, we binged it every night. And now we're kind of, like, left in the dust. So I think we might get into Mad Men. I don't know. Dope. I, to be honest, I have to be totally honest. I don't watch a whole lot of, like, Netflix and stuff. I'm just yeah. not that kind of guy. But I watched You with my girlfriend. That's an <laughs> insane show. You is so good. I know. It's crazy. I know I've only seen the first season, but every single episode, they have like the most insane cliffhanger. Like I know every time you're ending, you're like, what, what just happened? And he's, he's so hard to hate, but he's so creepy. Like I want to hate him, (laughs) but I'm like, you seem so nice. I don't get it. See, that's the problem. You like this guy. That's what they were trying to do. They're trying to play with your head like that. Yeah, and they kind of do that with uh, uh, Tiger King as well, you know? (laughs) You know that Joe Exotic is a bad person, but you like him. You want him out of jail. Yeah. Spoiler alert. And and honestly, I would love to just, like, chill with him for, like, get lunch with him and just see what's going on in his head, you know? Yeah, I know. That's that's how I feel. I hate what he does, but honestly, like, the memes that have come out of this, (laughs) everybody talking about it is just too funny not to to think he's hilarious i know i know and this whole carol baskin thing that everybody's saying like whenever they say fucking carol baskin i i it just warms my heart for some reason which is so weird i had that stupid like carol baskin savage tiktok remix stuck in my head like carol baskin Uh, killed her husband like (laughs) stuck in my head for like three days it's like this is gonna come to yeah, my girlfriend's on TikTok all the time, and those songs just like pierce my brain. Pierce my brain. It's crazy. I know. I know. Um. Oh, by the way, just gonna go back to you for a second. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna say that if you liked the first season, I will say the second season is like infinitely better. Oh, it's really? Way, way better. If you're looking for a show to watch, like the second season is crazy. It's so much. It's got like levels to what the first season had. Oh, okay. Cool. So oh, maybe I'll get into that then. 
Yeah. I mean, yeah. why not? I have time. <laughs> yeah, I think we all have time. I think yeah. we all have time. Um, okay, so um, let's kind of get into let's kind of get into your past a little bit. Okay. So uh, let's first get into where are you from? Where's your family from? So originally, I'm from a really small town in Alberta called Wainwright, mm. um, like super super tiny, uh, and that's where most of my family is. Like I do have family out in BC, but my main family. Um, is more in Alberta. So like my grandma and my grandpa. Um, so yeah, I lived there until I was nine, I think nine or 10. And then we moved out here. So I've been out here for a while now. Oh, okay. Why, why'd your family move out over to Kelowna? Um, we, well, we used to come on vacations in the summertime and we were like, if it's a vacation like this all the time, like why not live here? So, <laughs> right. Right. So, yeah. And I think it was just like, more opportunities in a bigger place. Like Wainwright is super, super small. Um, so yeah, it was a lot of like different opportunities. Obviously the weather's amazing. Like it just kind of worked for our family. So yeah, I'm, I'm glad that we, that we made the move. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's cool. It must be really nice to get away from the Alberta winters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. I honestly, like, I can't imagine living there now. I don't, right. I feel like I'd be such a different person. I was really upset when we were moving here. Like I was pissed. I was like, cause you know, like when you're young like that, you don't want to leave all your friends and you think, Oh sure. Yeah. I think like that's, you know, everything, but, um, but yeah, I'm glad that we moved. Oh sure. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. And, uh, uh, do you keep in touch with the, any of the people from back then? Um, yeah. Like uh, my best friend who's still my best friend. Um, she lives in Edmonton now. Uh, okay. and we still keep in touch. Um, but it's mostly just family. Right. Yeah. But right, yeah, right, right. my best friend. And I mean, it kind of sucks like living so far, but yeah, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. Okay. I've been, I was born and raised here and, uh, Kelowna is cool. It's awesome. Yeah. I just wish that I could move to be honest. I wish oh, I could really? go to like a bigger city, like, like Toronto or something. Yeah. Vancouver's cool. Um, I've been there a, a lot and it's, it's cool, but it's just, I don't know. I, I feel like it's a little too familiar for me right at this point which is kind of a weird thing i know people would rather have like a familiarity before they move but like yeah. for me i'm just anytime i go to like a, a new big city i'm just like whoa the vibe is so crazy yeah you know? i feel the same way yeah are you yeah. do you like big cities or are you more like yeah. a smaller town person no i yeah i like big cities like i think i'll end up either vancouver or like even like i was uh in la a few years ago and i absolutely loved it there like Oh my God. It's so cool. Um, so either there too. And like, I've been to New York, which is amazing too. Honestly, if I could just have an apartment, like at every big city, that would be, that would be the best. Wouldn't that be the dream? Hey, eh? yeah, that'd be lit. Yeah. Just I go was, whenever you want. I was in New York city actually in 2018, November. Yeah. Um, no, sorry. Yeah. Wait. Uh, it was around fashion week. We were there for fashion oh, week and like no. a bunch of other things. It Crazy. was Crazy. It was so sick. That's I remember so like, cool. I remember like seeing, we were, my girlfriend and I were just walking around like uh, Central Park and stuff. And yeah. then we eventually just came across like these big lights and stuff. And like all these crowds of people just like walking into a distance. Oh my God. And then we see this like lineup and all these picture people taking pictures and stuff. And everybody start, started yelling out, Blake, Blake. And I, I turned to my girlfriend, like, who are they talking about? She was like, it's Blake Lively. I'm like, what? Oh. No way. <laughs> I would flip. Oh my God. 
Yeah, and then as we head down, there's like more people heading into a particular direction. And we eventually see this giant hotel and these long lineups of people. And all of a sudden, this is the epicenter of Fashion Week. And so we see all these cars and limos pull up. And all of a sudden, we see Cardi B pull up. And then she goes ahead. And you know who pulls up later? Nicki Minaj. And you know what happened? That was the night that Nicki actually threw... Yeah, that's when the fight happened. You were that night. there for the fight. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was I was on the outside. She was on like the inside of the hotel, which right. we couldn't get into because, you know, we're like normal people. Right. But <laughs> but yeah, that's what happened that night. And there was, it was crazy. It was like the energy was amazing. Um, that's so cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. God. And um, it was just like I saw like Meek Mill. I saw um, uh, one of the Kardashians. I think it was Courtney oh as well. Oh, my goodness. And, you saw and I think. Uh, I think Kendall just like ran through like all the paparazzi with her hand over her face and stuff. But yeah, but she's, I don't know about you, but I think Kendall is one of my favorite. I think she's my favorite Kardashian. She seems cool. She seems like very down to earth, which is nice. Yeah. She's that's, yeah, that's exactly why I think that she's my favorite. (laughs) Yeah. I think so too. Either her or like, I think like, honestly, I think Chris is hilarious. Like she just cracks me up. Like, she's absolutely nuts. She's, like, crazy. But it's so funny. Yeah, totally. You're totally right about that one. Yeah. Um, Anyway, let's (laughs) let's veer back into what's going on with you. So so you moved to Kelowna and right around 10 or so. uh, And so what was your experience like into growing up here? And how did you get into music? Uh, So when I moved here... My parents wanted us to go to a private school, so we went to a school mm-hmm. called uh, Vendenta Academy. Oh, um, okay, yep. Yeah, uh, and then it eventually turned into an art school, so they would, like, incorporate um, basically any type of art into each class. Like, the way we would learn math would be through, like, project-based learning. Um, and so, yes, but I was, I was also a dancer, like, I was a dancer um, from the time I was three. So um, I kept dancing when I moved here. Um, and I was, like, really into dance. Like, I danced competitively. And that's where I had my whole friend group and everything. Like, we'd be with each other, like, 20 hours a week to set the dance studio. So I think that's wow. what kind of... Yeah, so that's what kind of got me into the more, like, stagey side of things. Because I just loved, like, being on stage and <laughs> having people watch me. Um So the dance kind of turned into doing musical theater at school, um, which obviously involved acting, singing, and dancing. So, yeah, I think that's where I started singing. Like, I think in grade five, we did the play Annie. And, yeah, and I had to, like, get up on the table and sing and pretend to be drunk. And it was, like, the best moment of my life. (laughs) But after my... Uh, the director of the play and the principal of our school was like, oh, Zoe, like, you should take singing lessons. So I started singing lessons and then it kind of just grew from that. Right. And at this point, you're a multi-instrumentalist, right? Yeah, well, sort of. Like, <laughs> I, um, I did learn guitar at school and right. I do play piano. Like, I don't play really well, um, mm. but like good enough to be able to, to write music which is nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Cool. So, um, you started getting into plays and things like that. And at what point did you start more so taking the shift over to music then? So I think it was 
Yeah, it was around when I was 16. So I graduated uh, school when I was 16 and I graduated early because I wanted to pursue acting and music. Right. Um, so I was just like, let's just get this done and we can right. go do the fun stuff. Um, right. So yeah. And then when I was 16, that summer uh, was when I wrote my first song, um, which is on my EP is called Flatlined. And, oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. Um, and after that, I was just like, after I knew that I could write music, cause I always wanted to, but I didn't think I could. So after I knew I could write a song, it just like kind of snowballed into me writing like hundreds of songs. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah. And that was when I was like, okay, I can actually like really take this music part of it seriously. Like, because I have the tools that I need to, to make my own music. Gotcha. Gotcha. And did you find that at when, the, when you were at the point of writing your own songs, did the acting kind of like go over to the wayside? Uh, no, not really for, uh, I mean, I still, I'm doing both. Um, like I'm with an agency in Vancouver for my acting and my music actually, but more so for my acting. Um, and I was kind of juggling both. I just kind of go with what is like what's keeping me busier at the moment, which just since putting my EP out has been my music. Um, but yeah, I'm still like training and everything with acting, but music right now is just like very like in my face in terms of what's Mm. keeping me busy, which is, which is nice. Like I'm fine with that. Right. And the thing about your music is that it's just so, uh, it's so cathartic, right? (laughs) This, there's so much, uh, there's some, it like pulls at the heartstrings kind of thing. You know what I mean? I wanted to actually, (laughs) <laughs> yeah i wanted to actually ask you about your ep as promised mm-hmm. right um and especially when i was listening to when i was listening to flatlined actually by the way it's pretty good for a foot for a first song thank you just saying <laughs> um but the very end of it you had that monologue and and you said knowing i won't let you in again i was just like oh <laughs> who is that guy or girl uh, and, and like if i heard that as them I would have been like, ouch, I would have been like my heart. So um, was that, was this written for a specific person? Uh, so it's funny because um, three of the songs on the EP, I all wrote them when I was 16. Um, I wrote them all within probably like a week. Uh, right. But three of them were about someone who I had had like a summer fling with um, right. who like, broke obviously broke my heart um and then one was about um someone who I had from way before who I had dated for a long time and then those monologues actually um I wrote those around this time last year about a totally different person so it's kind of about different people um but they all kind of seem to sound like the same situation which is interesting um but yeah I I had just like when I wrote the monologues I was pretty heartbroken and basically what was happening was I like when I'm writing or in a writing sort of mode I'll just be like walking around in the middle of the day or whatever and like sentences or phrases will come to me so I'll just have to write them down if I'm not at home um, actually writing so all these like phrases kept like coming into my head and basically just made this like long poem and I couldn't really write any songs with them, but I was like, okay, well, I really want to include these in the EP. 
so I just kind of broke them down into tiny little poems and put them in there. Oh, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. And would do you ever plan on releasing like the full thing if you haven't already out there? Like on a WordPress or a blog? Like a poem? Yeah. I haven't, but that's a good idea. I should. Yeah. Yeah. I think fans would be really interested in that. I mean, yeah, I think that'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> I personally, I like when artists do stuff like that. Just like have a little let in on their personal experiences. I think that's what makes me want to listen to a lot of music. Yeah, same. I yeah. feel the exact same way. That's it's kind of why I love looking up at like, say, artist interviews so I can get an insight onto what their process is totally. or even um, say genius right mm-hmm. um where you look at people's lyrics and you can see what they mean and everything yeah i love those little youtube lyric videos they do and they kind of break down all the all the lines and stuff it's so cool yeah 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 yeah. do you have any other kind of like interesting tidbits about any particular song at all um i mean they all have their own kind of kind of thing like um i wrote flatlined in a car <laughs> there's that um but i i wrote that one because um i had obviously like just had my heart broken um and i wasn't the one to end things the other person was so i but when it happened it was really weird like i'm a very emotional person um and i feel things quite deeply like all the time (laughs) um but when this happened it was like everything sort of went numb and I couldn't really feel anything. And then I was trying to kind of describe what that felt like. And then I just kind of saw like, you know, like a heart monitor, um, when it flatlines, you just feel like nothing. So that's, that was the inspiration behind that song. Um, yeah. I like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, It paints really nice imagery. I feel like I'm a very visual person. So I think a lot of my lyrics are kind of like, even like turn on the lights Mm -hmm. um that has a lot of imagery in it and yeah so I think I'm when I write I try to make it so people can like really understand it it's not like something you have to figure out right yeah right Mm -hmm. yeah you want to make it easy to uh, understand and people to relate to totally and uh that's kind of what got my attention when listening to your music because I was able to kind of relate it to my experiences of like heartbreak Mm -hmm. and things like that um do you know if the people that you made these uh, things about uh, have listened to your songs at all? <laughs> I actually have no idea. <laughs> I, you know, when, like, when the wound is there and you're writing and you're like, God, I hope he hears this. Like, <laughs> that, like I'm not even going to lie. Like, that is definitely how I feel sometimes when I'm writing. But by the time it gets out there, um, which can be, like, two years, a year later, you really don't care if that, person hears you just care if like a plethora of people here and they enjoy it so yeah yeah, I really don't know like I haven't I haven't heard if they have listened to it I mean (laughs) and honestly I even think like if you know maybe one of them heard it they wouldn't really know it's about them or they might think that a song that's not about them is about them so right right yeah you keep it ambiguous yeah I try to because I don't offend anybody (laughs) (laughs) yeah definitely that's a good call on your part yeah like I'm not trying to like trash anybody or like expose anything you know but um, right yeah right right Uh, you know um I've made a couple of songs about like 
uh, people that I am no longer with. And I remember making this music video and I put it out there and uh, that person actually messaged me and she said, oh, I, I heard I watched your video oh and I was I was the one that broke it off because it was just like not a healthy place for me. Yeah. And I never responded to her ever again. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I was just so I was just so done at that point. You know what yeah. I need? Yeah. You, the, you've probably been to that place. Yeah. By the time it's out, it's like whatever i just hope like that other you know 16 year old girl who was once me can be like sassy and just be like uh i don't need you like <laughs> that's what i'd rather like people get out of it than than to have that person hear it but cuz you right. know i mean like hearing a song about yourself isn't going to change you so yeah so yeah it's more about the other people obviously but uh, yeah that's that's yeah. funny but <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know i just uh it was weird mm -hmm. i don't know it was weird i i don't keep like, in contact with that person anymore obviously like, what do you even say to that well to be honest like my uh i was kind of torn one part of me was just like ignore it um you're better you'll be healthier if you just keep on moving forward another yeah. part of me was like at wanting to ask her like what'd you think <laughs> <laughs> well i wanted to just kind of like see, i wanted to know like hey how would you, how did you feel about this yeah you know what i mean but i just felt like it would have been kind of more of like uh it would have just reeled me back into the situation and i was just not good it was just such a cathartic way to kind of like break it off and just albeit i will say it's a little melodramatic but on my <laughs> part but whatever i was young you leave me alone do you have to do some of mine like some of my newer stuff you know, like the smallest thing can happen to me and I'll blow it up into this huge <laughs> stuff. That's how I am in real life. Like I'm not actually crazy in real life. Right. But like, you know, I, I gotta I gotta write. So like I yeah. kind of blow things out of proportion just to, to make songs sometimes. Um mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, like if it's melodramatic, whatever. If it sounds good. <laughs> I'm Yo, sure listen. someone's been through it. I mean, come on, Zoe, like we got to have it like attractive. We got to make people be like, what are they talking about? Exactly. What is that? Exactly. Yeah. You have to have the drama. Otherwise, it's yeah. just lame. Exactly. Exactly. You know what's up. Yeah. As long <laughs> yeah. as you're keeping the drama out of your actual life, then, <laughs> then it's fine. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's yeah. how like that's how us as artists, we can like be like normal around normal people. Otherwise, like if we had no outlet, I don't, I don't know if we'd be able to function. I would actually combust. I don't know <laughs> what would happen. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I often think about, like, what if I didn't know that I could write? Like, what would I do? I, yeah. I don't know how I would uh, comb through my feelings. Like, I would be a mess. Yeah, literally, literally. Yeah. I, it's kind of like, man, I am just so thankful that I have the ability to do that. Mm -hmm. Right. It's just kind of like some people just have no way of expressing themselves and it just ends up being so unhealthy for them. Yeah. Yeah. Or they yeah. just. Yeah. Yeah. Like some people just haven't found it and they go yeah. years without finding it. Like you could be 50 and you just find out that you can, you know, paint or something. And yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. That's kind of why artistic expression, in my opinion, is just so important. Mm -hmm. Right. I just think it's I, whether you get it out in dance, even just writing it out in journals and shit, I think yeah. it's just so important. Yeah. Nobody even has to see it. It's just for you. But yeah. But yeah, I'm grateful. Yeah, it's 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 lit. Yeah, <laughs> it's lit. 
um, I wanted to ask you uh, as well. I remember you were we were per, or sorry, you were performing at Fireside Festival, mm-hmm. and uh, that that clip of love song just like. It's just so catchy. It plays into my head all the time. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, tell me, what's the what's the what's the background of that song? Yeah, so I went on like a little writing stint. Um, I think it was around the time, a little bit before my EP came out, because I had just sort of like wrapped up all the everything on on that before it got um, put out into the world. So I was able to actually like write new music. Um, so I, I went through this week where I wrote probably like, like 20 some songs. Um, wow. yeah, it was weird. It was just like four were coming out a day. Like <laughs> it was very <laughs> odd. I mean, obviously not all of them were keepers, but, um, but love song was one of them. And I think it was just like, I was writing about this classic. I was writing about this person who broke my heart and, right. um, it had been like months that had gone by. Um, and I, you know, I was writing the sort of like sassier songs. Like um, I wrote one called too bad. That's on my set list. And it's like too bad for you sort of thing. Um, and just like sassy songs. And then I realized, okay, Zoe, you've never written an actual love song for someone. Like, obviously I've been in relationships, um, but I've never really I've tried to write love songs, but they haven't turned out, which is probably like a sign <laughs> that, <laughs> that I didn't listen to. But, um, but yeah, I've never really written like a good love song. So um, I was like, I'm just going to write it for this person. Um, and even though they had hurt me very badly, um, I was, I kind of wanted to send that good energy out to them, I guess, just to make myself feel better. Um, right. So yeah, it was. It's basically a love song for someone who, I mean, it's it's ended, but you just want them to know that you actually did love them. And I think mm. I was able to do that because it had been months that had gone by, um, so it wasn't quite as painful anymore. Um, right. Yeah. And then I was like, let's do it on Valentine's Day. So we just did like <laughs> a live off the floor um, recording of it and put it out on Valentine's Day. Perfect. I love that. Yes. Oh, um, and the engineer that helped you make that song was Mike Peterson. Yes, Mike has Mike did my whole EP. Um, yeah, Mike's amazing. Yeah, Mike is awesome. Um, I actually put out an album with my band called Stay Lush, and he helped engineer some parts of it. Oh, but uh, and uh, I feel so bad actually because. Um, I didn't actually go through with his mixes of my album just because it wasn't exactly hitting the way that I wanted it to. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just putting it out there in the universe. I'm sure he feels like totally chill with it and everything because he's just such a chill guy. He is so but just chill. being who I am, I'm just like, I'm so sorry, Mike. <laughs> no, Mike is very um, like understanding of literally everything. Like before we did the EP, I'd, I've known Mike since I was like 14 because um, he, oh, wow. he used to record covers with him in his old studio. Um, oh. Yeah. Um, but then when I asked him to do my EP, I was really like, I, I had no idea what I was doing, honestly. Like I had no clue. I would never made my own music before. So, um, but he told me, he was like, you know, like if there's stuff you don't want, like I'm not going to be offended that if you don't like what I do, like we can change it. This is your stuff that we're putting out. So he's really made me like learn and be able to say to people like, okay, that's not what I want. 
I wanted yeah. this instead, which is like an amazing lesson because if you're a person that's like super nice, like obviously you, or I feel like sometimes I'm too nice. You just kind of let it be or you feel right. bad about it. But, right. um, but yeah, he was really like awesome with me being sort of like the boss man um, right. of it all. Yeah. Right. Well, it's important to be very, um, uh, for me at least, it's important to be very specific about what you want, right? Totally. And when sometimes when people don't give you that, you have to just kind of be like firm. You yeah. know what I mean? Not yeah. mean, but firm, which is kind of sometimes a soft line. Yeah, it's definitely right? a soft line. Like, yeah. And I feel like sometimes it's it's harder for females too to be firm because then you sort of look like a BI, which is like right. the last thing like that I that I want to come off as. But at the same time, it's like, hey, this is my face that's going out on this music. Like at the end of the day, people it's my name on it. So this is, this is what I want. We have to have it like this. Yeah, yeah. most definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And um, you know what? I've come to, by the way, I've totally come to terms with like, just, just putting it out here right now. I've totally come to terms with the, how I felt with that. So I'm good now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good now. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. And so you've been writing quite a bit since we've been doing this quarantine Uh, we've been in this situation? Uh, Yeah, this week I've been writing a lot. Um, Before, like the past, the first two weeks of quarantine, I didn't really write because I felt like I was in shock. I mean, Mm. everybody was. Yeah. um, And I just felt like really uninspired. Um, But lately I've been way more inspired and um, writing way more, which makes me feel a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. You, have you been writing about the quarantine? What have you been writing? No, about? <laughs> I have like, I was thinking, oh, should I, should I write about everything that's going on? But I, I don't even know what to say about it yet. So mm. I'm kind of waiting to like, maybe when it's over, I'll write about it. Um, right. But I've been right. Like I've been trying to write happier <laughs> music. Um, right. So like normally I write about experiences that I have and I, can't always make stuff up but I've been kind of trying to write about like um like the other day I wrote a song about summer um and like finding love in summer like that sounds super cheesy I promise it's not but (laughs) um (laughs) but yeah so I'm kind of trying to like think of positive things to write about because that uplifts me as well Yeah, Um, yeah 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 and I'm yeah it's it's honestly it's harder to write happier things (laughs) <laughs> isn't that weird it's so weird yeah yeah but yeah yeah it's been good yeah cool 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 well i kind of feel like for people it's a lot easier to express themselves when they're pissed off or sad versus mm-hmm. when they're happy mm-hmm. i mean take a look at like reviews on the internet and stuff you know what i mean <laughs> they're all mean <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah. So, yeah or like facebook facebook's yeah. just mean all the way through i hate facebook i know it's I know, like me a too. big rant things and then your relatives post like really things that they shouldn't and like yeah, yeah. it's so negative. Yeah, and especially honestly with this like COVID situation, there's so much misinformation and like yeah. all this sort of stuff uh that people say with so much confidence that it it can come across as factual to yeah. some people. And I'm just like, this looks bad. You yeah. know what I mean? Just yeah. like if I was a potential employer, I'd be like, you're nuts. Yeah. Right? Yeah, totally. You have to be so careful with what you put out yeah. there. 
Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just like, I'm out of here. I'm not going to be a part of this. Yeah, totally. See ya. That's just, that's just me. Yeah. Um, but, uh, by the way, you must be missing performing so oh much. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I was just thinking about that yesterday. Just reminiscing all the time. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, um, I mean, it's okay. I'm okay with it. And everybody's going through it, which makes it a little bit, you feel a little bit comforted by that, that everybody's had to postpone their shows and stuff. But yeah, there definitely was things that I'm still really excited about, but they're just being pushed back, which kind of sucks. But um, yeah, I love performing. Like I still mm-hmm. think about how fun Fireside was. Um, Fireside was lit. Oh my that was gosh. a great time. Fireside was yeah. so fun. It was my first year. So I didn't know mm. to expect. Um, but yeah, it was so much fun. Right. You know, uh, yeah, Fireside was a lot of fun. I, I was uh, I was so exhausted from work, though, that week that I was just kind of like, I'm the kind of person that uh, I could be really talkative with people and stuff like that. But uh, yeah. when I'm just around people all the time, I need my alone time to just kind of recharge. Absolutely. And that night, that night, I probably wasn't all that. I, I probably didn't give off the vibe of being all that talkative, I'm sure. I thought you were um, talkative. Really? Yeah. Did you? You're very personable. So, oh, thank you. Yeah. I appreciate easy that. To, obviously, you have a podcast, like easy to talk with. <laughs> um, right. Yeah, I know what you mean, though. You have to prepare yeah. yourself to be with that many people. Kind of, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know what? I was just like, oh, honestly, I, I wish Fireside was like, um, I don't know. I wish I, I could have like sat down for like five hours or something just so I could like be alone and then go there but yeah. whatever though it was still it was so it was still sick yeah it was, it was amazing awesome. everyone was so good yeah 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 and uh man postmodern connection killed it oh my by gosh. the way they're so good every time yeah. yeah yeah no they were they were awesome they're they're so sweet too like yeah. i yeah i really appreciate how sweet like tago every time we're doing sort of something that's at the same thing he always mm-hmm. like comes up to me and gives me a big hug and like they're just they're all so nice. So it's so nice to be surrounded by people like that. Yeah. Yeah. And those guys are really funny too. They have amazing stage presence. I know. <laughs> they're so like they're just so authentic and themselves. It's so nice to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. I, I just love their shows. They they do a great job with, with the crowd and everything. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You know, I would love to see actually a uh, a, a collaboration between you two like postmodern connection and zoe like that would be sick that would be very be, cool yeah yeah that would be sweet there's so yeah. many yeah there's so many good musicians in Kelowna. Mm-hmm. or even you and just tega you know what i mean i think i think collaborative uh work doesn't happen that often here in Kelowna. you know and yeah and and even even rappers like rap there's tons of rappers here in Kelowna mm-hmm. and nobody hops on each other's tracks and I'm like that's the thing that makes people pro- like like when you see like say I don't know how much rap you listen to quite uh, a bit but yes yeah, but yeah. like when you see like Drake and Future on a track you're just like oh my god this is gonna be instant yeah, it's gonna be classic. fire obviously yeah 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 so I'm just like why don't the people around here do that more often I know I love like when people collaborate when artists collaborate it's so cool and. Then you're bringing, you know, like their fan base and your fan base together and then they cross over and it's just like a win-win all the time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I would love to collaborate with, with lots of people. Tega would be awesome. I feel like we have a similar vibe sort of when it comes to a lot of things. So that'd be sweet. Yeah. That's kind of why I, I thought of that 
as well because you guys seem like you do have very good similar kind of vibes mm -hmm. right and uh yeah i think it'd be sick i think that'd be really cool yeah yeah it'd be awesome Drop a hint. Yeah. <laughs> well, people that listen to the podcast will like get it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. yeah. And uh, yeah, that's kind of why I do the podcast because I like to collaborate with people too. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Cross, cross audiences. Yeah, totally. It's, it's, it's always a win-win. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. So by the way, I wanted to ask you, um, you have quite a bit of instrumentation in your music when you're in your albums and stuff mm -hmm. or EP. Um, is it all the same people or is it different people, session musicians, or is it you? Um, so for my EP, I did have all the same session players. Um, so they're kind of all over the map. So I have um, Kelly, who did my guitar. Um, and then I have Tony, who did my drums. Neville, who did my um, keys. And Neville actually is part of my live band as well. So at mm. Fireside, that was Neville. Um, and then Darcy Booth, who's from Kelowna, he was on bass. Um, and then I did have uh, Julia for strings on one of the songs. I think that's it. Yeah, but yeah, they all they all did four four songs. They all yeah. Gotcha. Um, yeah, uh, they're awesome, and I know them through Mike. Mike was the one who put them all together. Um, right. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Cool. And and and. Uh... And your live band, is it, it's always the same people, right? Yeah, well, we've only, we've actually only played um, three times together, I think. Um, oh, I see. Yeah. Uh, so Neville, who was on my EP, he is on keys. And then Garrett Scatterdy, um, guitar, Dylan Ranny is drums, and Reese Boardman is on bass. And then, gotcha. Yeah. 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 And they're awesome. I, they, yeah, you know what? I was taking note of uh, of your drummer, actually, when I was there at Fireside. Yeah. I was like, man, he's killing it. Oh he does gosh. a great job. Dylan is so good. And he's, like, he's so funny. And just, like, rehearsals with them are hilarious. Like, I was really nervous going into the first few rehearsals with them because they're, you know, they've been doing this for a really long time. Right. Um, and I was kind of like, like hey <laughs> <my first time. laughs> um, but they they made me feel really comfortable and um you know like they they listen um yeah to to me which is nice and they have a lot of creative input with everything so yeah dylan is absolutely hilarious he like i've come down to tears with him he's so funny <laughs> that's awesome yeah and only three times too hey yeah, so we did my uh, my EP release show at Fernando's, which is in October, and that right. was a very like last minute thing. Um, I I had booked Fernando's, and but it was like super last minute, and then I had a band, but I had different people, and like it happened where I think four different times people had pulled out, so I mm. kept having to like get Mike's help and like rush around Kelowna trying to fig like figure out a guitar player or a, a bass player and blah, blah, blah. Um, so by the time we got like a solid band, I think it was only like a week until the show and they only knew my EP songs, but I had, I think maybe, no, not 10, eight other songs that I had just written like a month what? prior. So and, and the worst part is, I like I didn't 
at that time I wasn't recording anything. So I literally recorded these new songs that I had on voice memos on my iPhone and sent them to the wow. to the guys. And I was like, can we do this? And thankfully they're all like amazing enough that we could pull it off. Um, right. But yeah, it was a little bit stressful. That's um, wild. Yeah. <laughs> but, but we did it and it was super fun. Um, and that's cool. like my set list now. Like that's, and then we did Denenzi's, um, which was so much fun. And then right. Fireside. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Cool. That's so awesome. And uh, what are you still dancing, practicing dancing at all at this point? Um, no. So I stopped dancing when I graduated. So when I was 16, um, mm. but I miss it a lot. Mm. Um, yeah, but I am doing rehearsals for something that I can't really talk about yet. Ooh. But, um, <laughs> yeah, but so there will be some upcoming dancing stuff. <laughs> uh, that involves my music but yeah right. i miss it a lot sick mm -hmm. i would love to see you incorporate your dancing with your music that'd be awesome i think it'll be cool yeah it's something that i haven't really done before like mixing the, the two but i mean why not right right yeah. right right have you uh are you on tiktok very much <laughs> no so no i got tiktok like uh maybe two weeks ago made an account and i couldn't figure out how to make a freaking TikTok. So I deleted it. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah, but um, they're pretty entertaining to watch. Yeah. Like, yeah, and I'm very impressed by the amount of people that can do the dances very flawlessly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, it's it's mind-blowing creativity. Made I've made I okay, I <laughs> I I'm told that I should make a TikTok. I do have one, but I don't post anything. I just like look at stuff. Yeah. Uh, and uh, but people have been telling me I should make a TikTok. Like um, I, I actually dyed a, a denim jacket uh, uh, like like hot pink. Oh, cool. Uh, like a, uh, a couple of weeks ago. And they're like, this would be sick on TikTok. I've had a bunch of people message me about that. Um, I don't know. I like doing different projects and whatever. So I don't know. I just can't seem to. I just can't, I don't think I'm good enough of a dancer to make like really entertaining dance videos, but I don't know, maybe projects, I guess. I think you, I think you should. <laughs> I think you should do it. Uh, like, honestly, I feel like everybody can do the dances. They're pretty easy. Yeah. And they yeah, look yeah. pretty easy. I mean, I haven't really tried many, so I don't quote me, but right. they look easy enough. I think you could, you should do it while wearing the jacket. While wearing the jacket. Okay. Yeah. And then <laughs> everyone right. on TikTok will be like, oh, how did you make that jacket? Then you can make a TikTok about that. Smart. Mm -hmm. That's smart. You got Business ideas. Minded. Though, right? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you and I could team up and make a, 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 a TikTok. Yes. You could be like the brains behind it. Yes. I can market yeah. your TikTok. It'd be great. <laughs> that would be so sick. That's funny. Yeah. That's funny. Um, so I want to kind of get into some questions from the audience of For the Culture Canada. I do have a couple here. Uh, let me just pull it up here. I've been excited to hear these. I was actually nervous that there might not be any questions. Oh, really? No, you got a couple. I... Oh, good. Okay. So the first one is from Jatinder. He says, what's your vertical? My v what is that? How high can you jump? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, pretty high, actually. I would say, like, does it mean, like, how, how far your head can kind of go up? I guess so, yeah. I think I could end up being 6'2", maybe? I mean, I'm what? like 5'3", like but, I yeah, I can jump very high. That was, like, wow. one of my strong suits. 
uh, when I was dancing. I don't know if I could do that anymore, though. Oh, I see. To, okay. Yeah, I'll have to check. <laughs> that is how high? Thing. How high is your like bed frame posts behind you? Oh my! Oh, those would definitely be like six, five at least. Oh, if you if you trained hard enough, do you think you'd be able to reach that high? Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. Think so. I'll try this when we're done here. <laughs> <laughs> you should try it now. I would love to see that on the podcast here. That'd be sick. Can you try? Yeah, do it. Okay. Take that and I'll do it. <laughs> How was that? Did I even read that? You were very close. Oh you were very close. Okay. Well, there we go. No, that's cool. That's cool. You're the first person to jump on my podcast. Awesome. So. It's a big achievement for you. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Next one. What's your favorite local or mainstream clothing brand that is from Optimist? Oh, um, I, I really like, uh, well, they used to be called Basement Heads. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that's what a lot of people still know them as. Yeah, I love yeah. Basement. And they're doing so much cool stuff um, now, too, that they're in Vancouver. Yeah. Um, there, There's a store. It's like a secondhand store called Lost Together. Oh. And, yeah. And I know, like, they they make some of their stuff, and then they, they thrift some of their stuff as well, I'm pretty sure. Um, and I found it, and I was like, this is such a hidden gem. Why does – like everybody needs to know about this. It's the coolest right. thrift store. Yeah. So awesome. You know what? My girlfriend goes there all the time with her friends. Yeah. I've even got some clothing from, from Lost Together. Yeah, I know. It's so cool. They have such a sick, sick vibe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, they yeah. do. They so, do. It's got a little bit more culture than like a few other kind of yeah. spots around. Yeah, there. it's different. It definitely, it has its own like style, which is awesome. Um, and I really like, actually, it's men's clothing, but Grey Hearts Denim, they just oh, yeah. started. And um, yeah, I've been I've been in their store a few times and I've, um, I follow them on Instagram and they do like really cool stuff. Um, yeah, mm. so I would say those three. Okay, cool. Yeah. Good to know. Good to know. Dope, dope. Um, and uh, before we wrap this up here, did you have any questions for me at all? Um... What's your favorite part about doing this podcast? Favorite part? Uh, I love connecting with people. Mm -hmm. I think that's really cool to be able to like talk to other like artistic people, people that are like doing cool shit. I think that's awesome. Totally. Um, yeah, I, I grew up I grew up in uh, Rutland and not that many people at my time were doing things like what you're doing or like uh, say, for example, I don't know, like, I don't know. It just... It was totally different back then. I feel like an old man. Uh, <laughs> I probably don't look that old, but how, no. how old do you think I am? If I had to guess, uh, 23. 23. Yeah, I hear that a lot. I hear that a lot. Somebody said that, uh, like, a customer at my job, uh, like, months ago told me that I looked like I was 40. I'm like, oh, that's rude. 40? What are you? <laughs> you do not look 40. They need glasses. I don't know what they're talking about. And the funny thing is, is that like I was a bit thinner back like a few years ago. People thought I was 19 all the time. Mm -hmm. And but to go from 19 to 40 in like a year is just like, That's what? I've had, yeah, it's yeah, weird. I've had someone tell me that I look 30. And I was like, rude. Really? Rude. I don't think so. 
But whatever, nah. you just brush it off. Yeah, yeah. I uh, no, I'm actually 26. Really? Okay. Yeah, I'm 26. Okay. Yeah, Maybe you... it's my complexion. Maybe it's the skincare. <laughs> <laughs> Your skincare is just so on point that you're gonna look young forever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my my uh, real talk though, my parents have like pretty nice, pretty like good complexion. Oh, right? you're they, blessed. So so I'm kind of like you're hey, so lucky. Hell yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I was just saying, yeah, I like connecting with people. I think it's really cool to be able to just like meet people that are like doing really cool things and being able to just, uh, talk to them and like make stories and stuff. Just like how you like to find out new tidbits about music and things. I'm the exact same way with everything that I'm really into. So like, yeah. um, I just watched Django Unchained yesterday for the first time, which oh. is sick. <laughs> I haven't seen that. Uh, it's, it's, uh, I don't know what kind of styles of movies you're into. Pretty much every but- style. Okay, because yeah. Um, yeah, it's directed by Quentin Tarantino. Uh, his fi- his films are known for being like, oh, yeah, like yeah. really violent. Yeah, uh, no, I know of the movie. I just haven't seen it because I'm a little terrified. <laughs> well, I don't blame you. I will say there are some parts that I was just like, oh my, what am I watching? But yeah. it's sick though. It's I would give it a 10 out of 10 and just like as a regular ass, like regular movie watcher kind of guy. Yeah. Uh, but, it, but it's, it's sick though. As soon as it was done, I just started looking up stuff about that movie, like interviews and like trivia and whatever, just kind of, I don't know, I guess I'm like geeky that way. No, but. I, I totally get that. It's so cool to see in behind of everything that you like watch or listen to. I, I totally understand. Yeah. So that's kind of, yeah, that's kind of, uh, that's, uh, that's one of the biggest things I really like about it. And plus it's really empowering. I'm yeah. sure you feel the same way about your music, right? You just feel uh, good about uh, doing something that you just feel like uh, represents your personality and who you are and yes, all that. Absolutely, yeah. And you've like you've had a lot of episodes. Like, what what number is this? Fifty four. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's impressive. That you've talked to uh, a lot of people. You know what? I will be honest. It doesn't even feel like I have done any. It feels like I literally just started last week. Really? That's good. Yeah, really. That's good. And I'm just like, I I, genuinely, I feel like what I'm trying to reach is here and I'm here right now. Mm -hmm. And I just need time to reach this place. And I and I I just have so much stuff that I'm trying to figure out with this. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, it's going to be cool. It's going to be lit. I love your new branding. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Level two. Love that. Yeah, I, yeah thank and the, you. the photos and everything, like the black and white with the color in the background, and everything, it looks so clean and nice. It's awesome. Appreciate like, it that. looks thank so you. professional. I appreciate that a lot. Thank yeah. you. You know, I had a bunch of people tell me that, like, level one, back when it wasn't even called that, but, like, the previous version of it, mm-hmm. they were saying, oh, yeah, your page looks super professional. I'm like, really? And, uh, but now I'm, like, really trying to, like, hone in on the aesthetics and everything. Yeah. Um, the reason why I like don't post out more stuff more consistently is because I'm trying to always work out the aesthetics over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. I'll show my, my like girlfriend and my friends and they'll tell me like, it's not that great yet. And I'll just be like, okay, what do I have to fix? And I'll redo it and I'll and over and over and over again. So that's, that's how the aesthetic came to be the way that it is, mm-hmm. is because previous versions of that were crappy looking. And so now they're, they're at a place that I'm satisfied with and so hearing that from you means a lot to me and i appreciate that oh yeah of course of course 
Yeah, and uh, and I'm trying to keep that same level of quality with like all the stuff that we do when it turns into video and yeah. uh, beyond that. <laughs> beyond. Yeah, no, it, <laughs> it's important to, I think it's important to make sure that everything is like visually appealing as well. Because yeah. I mean, social media now and all of that, like it's such a, it's a visual medium and that's what people are attracted to. And yeah. they definitely judge books by their covers so 100 percent. so i think that's human nature yeah totally and i mean like it's not really anything to be ashamed of in terms of like that um i mean obviously in real life don't judge people by the way they look <laughs> but yeah but different yeah. things like that like you want to listen to something that looks professional um right which yeah you're doing a great job appreciate that thank you yeah, thank you um and uh, you're doing a great job as well. I oh, love your thanks. music. I think I think the I've, I love how vulnerable and candid it can be, mm -hmm. right? And I think that's a really important quality to what you do. And so the only thing I want to tell you is just keep on doing it because what you're doing is great. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. Um, did you have any final words before we go? Well, thank you for having me. I of feel course, like thank I've you been, for being a part of the show. Yeah, I've been following this for so long, and <laughs> I was really stoked when you asked me to do cool. it. So, yeah, I'm, I'm happy that we got to do this. Yeah, no worries, no worries. You want to know a secret? Mm. Every single time that I ask somebody to be a part of the show, I always think that they're going to say no. Oh, I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I always think that, like, they're probably going to say no. No one gives a shit, like, that sort of thing. Yeah. I don't, I'm not, like, I'm not being, like, harsh to myself. I'm just, like... It just feels like every time somebody says yes, it's like reality changes to me. It's like this is a new opportunity that just opened up all of a sudden. It's like this is different from the previous reality. Yeah. You know what I mean? Every time someone asks me to do something, like a lot of the times, like I, I try to be confident most of the time, but you know, like you have your moments and a lot right. of the times I'm like, oh, like they, they probably won't ask me to do that or like I probably won't get that gig. But then when you, you do or like when someone asks you to do it or you you know, book a show or whatever. You're like, Oh my God, this is, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exciting. Yeah. It is exciting. It's a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. It's, it's a lot of fun. And I can't wait until uh, we can start seeing like live shows and whatnot again. I'm, I yeah. miss that stuff. A uh, live concerts have been like my, like, Oh my God, they're so deep in my essence. Like I need that. I know. I know. I need to like do it. Like I need to perform. So, yeah. Oh, exciting for when it's all over. Same. By the way, we're, are there any live acts that you uh, were looking forward to seeing this year or anything? Um. Well, I was going to go to Alicia Keys, which is Ooh. obviously, I'm pretty sure, postponed. So, yeah, I was looking forward to that because she is a boss. But um, Yes, she is. Yeah, hopefully it'll just be, like, changed in time, which is which is okay with me. But, yeah. Yeah. How about you? Uh, Joe Rogan was supposed to be in four days. No. <laughs> For me, you miss Joe. Yeah. Oh my gosh! His I and I was on floor seats. Like there's like the stage right here, and I'm like right, very close to the stage, that like hurts. three rows away. But it was moved to October, and oh, I okay. still get to keep my seat. So I'm just oh, like, yes. Okay. Then it's yes. fine. <laughs> then you know what? It's the postponed is not a big deal. The canceled sucks. Yes, it does. But yes. The postponed is you know like you can live with that. We can deal with it. Yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. No worries. Okay, cool. Um, Zoe, thank you so much for being a part of the show. I appreciate your time. Thank I you. appreciate all the effort that you put into your work and keep on doing it. 
Thank you. That's what we all want to see. You as well. Uh, thank you. Thank you. And um, make sure that you follow Joe Zoe. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> follow Joe sure. Rogan and Zoe. <laughs> <laughs> um, make sure you follow Zoe on all the platforms that you can, wherever you stream, Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff. And make sure that you follow For the Culture Canada on all the streaming platforms that you like listening to us on. Subscribe to us on YouTube and follow us on Instagram and everywhere else. And uh, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I hope you have a good rest of your day. See ya.